0: Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, yep, you guessed it, it's the first Friday of the month. And you know what that means. Mm -hmm. Dr. Alessandra Duke is stopping by and we'll see where her Florida journey has taken her, as well as Sunny's newest addition to her cross country road trip adventure. So stay tuned for some inspiration and courage from your own adventures. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Sunny Joy McMillan and Dr. Alessandra Duke.
1: And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. It is first Friday of the month, which means there are two of us. I'm one of your hosts, Sunny Joy McMillan, joined by Dr. Alessandra Duke. And Sunny in Seattle is here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. KKNW in Seattle, as well as 103.3 KPCA in Petaluma, bringing you amazing guests and resources that will help you create a life filled with peace, joy, freedom, and purpose. It is radio that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access our show archives. Those are found at 1150kknw.com. Uh, and as well on iTunes and Podcast One. And just a quick disclaimer for our Petaluma folks that the views expressed here are not necessarily the views of Petaluma Community Access, KPCA Radio, or its Board of Directors, volunteer Staff, or Underwriters.
2: Uh, Okay, Alessandra, what's your your website just for housekeeping real quick? Yes, my website is alessandraduke.com. It's a very nice website. It is. And mm. my website,
1: not near as nice these days. It needs a little refresh. Alessandra got oh. one. I have not got one in a while, but <laughs> it is nevertheless, golden That is golden Um And I'm laughing because I think both of us slid into first Friday here. I don't know. I know you're well, actually, I should just let you say where you are, <laughs> but I will just say where I am. We were supposed to be Well, we were last night in, um, Big Rapids, Michigan, um, on our way to Sagatuck to meet some friends. And I thought that we were going to have good Wi-Fi at the campground. We did not. So we got on the road early this morning for Sagatuck. We're staying at a little vineyard called Finn Valley um, through that Harvest Host membership thing. And they were like, oh yeah, we've got Wi-Fi. You can sit do in the parking lot it'll stretch it's fine I get here there's no wi-fi in the parking lot so I'm like over here under a tree with my cell phone on the app which is probably why I sound like I'm in a tunnel anyway where are you coming to us from you actually (laughs) sound good you
2: actually sound pretty good you know and it reminds me of the times you know when I was traveling and I was doing the radio show from the parking lot even in Lake Tahoe or I've done it from several parking lots, oh my Lord. <laughs> as you know, as I've been on the adventure, just looking for data, but I am, um, I am in Seattle right now. So I am having my first little go round of, um, you know, do I want to do this, this bi-coastal living thing? So, um, my puppy Oscar and I, um, flew out here. We've been here now a week.
1: Oh, awesome.
2: And I think just as you were doing that, I just realized- I was on the
1: wrong audio. Like now, I hope. Yeah, now you sound amazing. Awesome. Okay, that was completely my bad, folks. That was an easy fix that I did not even notice until just now. So, anywho, (laughs) I'm so impressed with you. (laughs) It would be more impressive (laughs) if I figured it out before we went live. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, Benny, how are you?
0: Doing very well. We have cooled off. We set some records earlier in the week. Um I'm a little disappointed, Dr. Yes, Alessandra. Yes, I
2: got to be there for those records. Yeah, but
0: I <laughs> but I'm disappointed though, Dr. Alessandra. You're not here in the studio. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, just didn't even put it together. Oh. Just like why gosh, am I not. Diddly darn I... bummer. <laughs> I see no. you. It's cool. I wanted to see Oscar. I...
2: Those record temps really threw me off, Benny. Yeah, can I come by the studio and you can meet Oscar just some time?
0: I would love it.
2: Okay, that would be great. Yeah, because I got so thrown off, I just like I just kind of freaked out and I wanted to go back home. Aww, you know, so I've done a good job at making plans. <laughs> your whole idea was to get out of Florida during the hot,
1: steamy time of
2: year and you go to Seattle, like, right? And it was eyes. hotter. It was worse.
0: Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome <Yeah>. back.
2: <laughs> I know. I was like, I hate it here. I want to go home. Oh. <laughs> I'm not having fun. Well. I'm not having fun. Well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Benny. How are you? We had yeah. record yeah. temps, which I got to experience. Yep. How else <laughs> are
0: you? Oh, good. Totally. Everything's fine. Now The kids are done with school for the year. They're in summer. So we're, uh, you know, running around doing things to do, finding things to do, so to speak. But still got to be a little careful, just because everyone's like now out and about, and they're like you know expanding, and so. But we're doing yes. pretty good. Yeah. Got yeah, it. and
1: you have, Benny. I think okay. Now this will probably be after our next first Friday, but I just have to ask because you are taking a few days off, which you never do nope. in the history that I have can you believe you, it? Have you taken this many days off?
0: I know, I I know. Is this
1: the influence of the girlfriend? I have to ask. Uh, Well, it
0: it has a little bit to do with that. Yes, it does. Uh, (laughs) We are actually traveling to Montana, to Kalispell uh, for, uh, unfortunately, it's going to be for a service, but Mm. uh, because it was postponed from um, before or around the start of COVID. So um, also her family's from there. So it's also a great chance for us to get away for a few days. And yes, I really haven't had, I don't think, any more than two days off from work in a row for like over 10 years.
1: Oh, Benny. I mean, you're, and you see that you were so committed and so passionate (laughs) about your work, but from the outside, I'm like Benny needs to take a freaking
0: vacation. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate what's nice though. I know like everyone will be like, Oh, well, you know, it's radio. It doesn't matter. Well, my job is start so early in the morning so I can get a head start on a weekend or my day is already kind of like I have in front of me to do things. Yeah. Where most people have a, a tougher time to get things accomplished for their day, you know, outside their work, which is a nine to five, because right. everyone is either opening up barely uh-huh. or closing down. So I have the opportunity to do that. And, you know, I do enjoy coming in this early. And yeah, I should take more time for myself. And I think uh, <laughs> my girlfriend is helping me do that.
1: Yay That's well, I'm sorry awesome. <laughs> yeah and I'm sorry it's not under um, happier circumstances, oh, but yeah. um, maybe this will <laughs> be the entree to future more longer vacations.
0: I, I hope so too. yeah, no it's, <laughs> it's 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 actually a good thing. you know, it's a celebration of life we know that yeah and mm-hmm. it's with family who she hasn't seen for a while and she wants to introduce me. So Ooh. there's that thing, right?
2: <laughs> yeah of course she wants to introduce you i know. candy benny
0: i know i've got to totally, <laughs> contain, I have to totally contain myself yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: gosh i wish that listeners could see benny in the studio right now because i can i can watch him and all of his mannerisms the sweetest
0: oh thank you i really love it
2: Benny
1: well good to check in with you Benny and hear your voice and um and see your face on
2: zoom yeah Sonny can I just have a moment of reflection about Benny do you remember like Mm -hmm. I mean all of our check-ins he'd be like (laughs) he'd be like do you know anyone uh (laughs) Um, how about have you let me know you Know and <laughs> yes. now he's like, it's so fun, right? To see him like excited and moving through his life in this new way. You know, I'm just yes. like, yeah, it makes me so happy.
0: Well, a lot me has too. happened, and a person yeah. on a personal note, yes. And you can date during COVID, it does happen, yes. People were <laughs> yes. all like nervous about it, yeah. I mean, our, we still have you know our stories from our first date and you know stuff like that, you know, and, and taking a walk. It was a, a nice yes. walk on the Cedar River. So, I mean, we can go back to the other shows and listen to that, too. But it does happen. Folks, don't be limited.
2: That's There right.
1: you go. That's right. It just it reminds me of um, Tosha Silver. I think I've shared this yeah. before. But she has in her book, Outrageous Openness, um, this this funny phrase or this funny thing that, you know, when you say as a teenager, she's, she was reminding people of this story. Like, when you were a teenager, did you ever have that funny game you played where – at the end of every sentence, you would put in bed to so be like, let's uh-huh. go to McDonald's in bed. In let's bed. Go to- yeah, exactly. So she <laughs> says, okay, her little thing, her spin on that is um, without God. So, mm. or without the divine, however you like to put it. So, oh my gosh, you'll never be able to find a house in San Francisco without God. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, you're that's never going to work out without God and it reminds me so because we sold our house in the middle of COVID yes. it's like what are you doing you're never gonna exactly. sell it nobody's gonna live. we we sold within seven days and, That's crazy. and it was so easy and same with Benny it's like you can't date during COVID without right. the divine because you know without it's the just, divine when you bring the universe in anything is possible it doesn't matter what the market is doing it doesn't mm-hmm. matter the pandemic that's how,
2: it doesn't matter it do, if it's meant mm-hmm. to happen it's going to happen yep. so. yeah well I find I mean I even think you know that's exactly right because it's like I bought a house in the pandemic <laughs> you know, Yeah, that's right you did too in the pandemic and you know plenty of people said it's so hard it's so hard and even after I got the house they said you know wasn't that so hard and I said <laughs> No, it actually wasn't. And you know, and for me it just felt like I'm just always following the path of the, the divine. The whole thing yes. was handed over. So yes. it it wasn't hard. You kicked, that, it was you kicked it with some manatees.
0: You kicked it with some manatees during COVID. I mean it That's does right. happen.
2: I know. Oh. People are like, can't go to the, see the manatees in the covid what you know? <laughs> yes speaking yeah. of which alessandra and i yeah. share
1: this off air as well because i think anyone who's been listening to first friday for a while and knows your florida journey knows that yes. manatees are a huge part of the whole attraction to uh, florida for you Yeah, and we <laughs> met okay so we're sitting in a little um uh a brewery in okay. Ludington, michigan and we meet these people from florida and we were telling them that you just bought a house there. And they yeah. said, you, if you, you have this wonderful connection with manatees, oh, where did I put that? I'm looking at my phone right now. Yeah, There is a, oh, I think it's called Crystal, oh my Crystal gosh. Crystal River. Yes. where you can snorkel with manatees. The only place in Florida yes. that you can actually snorkel with the manatees.
2: Yes. I've done that. <gasps> oh my gosh. Did I know that? Have Twice. you talked about that? Well, I haven't, I haven't done it since I moved um, there I've gone to crystal river, which was the last place that I saw, but I went kayaking, but, two, um, years ago I had flown to Florida two different times to do that exact snorkel thing with that. And so um, that was one of my very first, um, you know, one of my very first meetings. Cause you know, I've been obsessed with manatees since I was like, since I discovered them. So it was, you know, probably eight, 8 years old 8 or 9 years old and just completely fascinated by them. So fast forward to, you know, my 30s and got to go out to Florida and so I got all my snorkel gear on we're like, you know, they take you out in this boat to where they're all hanging out and I'm like wearing this full wetsuit and the snorkel <sighs> and they're like, okay, we don't know that there's any out there just go ahead and like slowly gently get in the water, you know, and people kind of started getting in and going and I got in, you know, and initially closed my eyes and I'm, I'm underwater and I open them and there are three of them staring right at me and everyone else that I was on the boat with was like, where are they? I don't see them. And I've got three, right? So (gasps) then though, I'm so overtaken with (laughs) emotion when I see them that I start being like, you're here, you're here. But with a snorkel on underwater, water, and then I swallow all this water, start choking. <laughs> then I'm like spinning around because now I can't breathe. And then you see the manatee just like, they just kind of slow motion, just start backing away from me, you know, turn and go the other way. Like this lady's losing it, yeah. you know. But yeah, it was such a magical, um, magical time. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm so glad. Well, already done. Then I don't have to even find it in my notes that I took. But that's awesome. Oh, but thank you for, you know, being willing to have those conversations (laughs) for me. We've had so many. That's one of the things about this trip
1: is, if you need to be reminded of the goodness of humanity, go on a road trip. Now, I, yes. we've seen some things that don't make us so happy, but we have been also so pleasantly surprised by the amazing people we have met along the way who are generous with their time and their resources and their suggestions. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think um, we enjoy talking to all the peoples about those things, Alessandra. Yeah. So, well, you know. and
2: that was, you know, that I, I feel a very similar experience. It felt like my big road trip journey was... That exact connection to like, ah, some, a lot of people are really amazing and really want to be helpful and really want to connect, you know? And it was one of those things too, where people said, oh, you can't do a road trip in COVID, you know, <laughs> and it's like, yeah oh, without God, right. It just felt <laughs> yeah. like there was so, you know, so many things along the road trip that felt like it just kind of ushered me along, which was really lovely. So I'm, I'm yes. happier getting to have that experience.
1: We are. And, and I was looking actually, you know, thinking about what we were, um, what to talk about today. Cause as I mentioned, like we just rolled into this vineyard. I had about 15 minutes to figure out my setup. And Mm -hmm. so I had no, you know, me, I always like to have some kind of an outline, but I was just in my head even thinking what has happened. And I look back um, and I realized that like, we had a huge development in our road trip the day Mm -hmm. after our last first Friday. So I definitely, like, if you want the ultimate exercise and surrender, we have been living that since basically the day after we last spoke. Um, Yeah, tell us, tell us, tell us. Well, yeah, but no, but I also want to check in with you because I know you, like, I'm trying to remember even, you had just adopted Oscar, you'd closed on the house. I don't don't remember where we left off on your story last time.
2: Yes, okay, so... um... Yeah, I had gotten Oscar, closed on the house. Then we were talking about a little, like, romantic, wonderful something. Yes, yes, yes. That had occurred. And so then um, there's just been, uh, you know, since then, just a lot of... Um, the, the universe has this, like, very interesting way of bringing these, you know, lovely things with perfect timing. And so... There have just been, you know, just some, just some new fun developments. I know you're trying to, I know when things are new and you can't say reveal too many details and all the things. Right. I totally get it. But like trying to navigate that on air. Trying to decide, yeah, what to share. I will just simply say I am having a very good time. That's pretty spicy. Very nice. And I am enjoying myself immensely. And I think it's really amazing, you know, um, over the last year, something that the something that the adventure really taught me. And um, oh, I mean, because this is the other thing that my birthday just passed on the 20th oh, of June. Yeah. Happy and that birthday. was the one year mark of when I basically drove away from my former life and headed out on what I did not know would be a complete and total Life changing adventure for me. I had no idea, right? Just yeah. so you know, a year ago, I had just gotten to your house and thought, like, in and Petaluma, I mean, California. In Petaluma <laughs> California. And it, well, the one plan was to stay there for a week, right? And then, even mm-hmm. with you, that kind of turned into 10 days, turned into you and me and Chase sitting around, like, well. <laughs> where do I go next? You know, like, should I go to Washington? Should I go here? And really it just felt like I, I met and talked to all of the necessary people that I needed to, to sort of guide me along. And, you know, throughout that year, um, you know, a a big piece of it, even through my suffering and through the healing was really tuning into pleasure and adding pleasure as an important part of my life and pleasure in all forms, right? Not just talking about sex, but really um, seeking out pleasure, more pleasure in my life, more joy, more fun. And what is that?
1: Do you mind? I just, because I know this is, this is something that you've incorporated into your business and your work with your clients. Like, can you give us examples of what pleasure means? Because as you said, I think there's an immediate connotation of sex or intimacy, which of course it includes that, but I think Mm -hmm. it's a bigger umbrella. What do you Mm -hmm. mean by that?
2: Yeah. And so, I mean, if we think about it, like for, for most of us, we've got the, you know, we've got the five senses, right. And so, Mm -hmm. um, and with that, there is, there's so much like how, you know, tuning into what do I like to feel? What kind of fabrics do I like on my skin? What makes me feel good? What makes me, um, what brings sort of good feelings, good just pleasure to my body? What are the, Mm -hmm. the, the noises and sounds that I like to hear? Can I tune in for a moment and just notice like, ooh, what kind of lights me up? What, you Mm -hmm. know, even if we think about moving into like our turn on, which is not, you know, isn't, does not have to be about sex either, but thinking about like, what just turns me on and makes me feel juicy and alive to life. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, and then thinking about what are the things that I, I love to see? What are the colors? What are the textures? Right. How do I like to be touched? Even just noticing, you know, if you can sit, Even with yourself, right? Or your partner, and touch your own arm and figure out how do I like to be touched? Do I like soft touch? Do I like scratchy Mm -hmm. touch? Right? Like all of these different things. And so, you know, with a lot of my clients and students, I'm always having them tune into every single moment. What in this moment would bring me even more pleasure? So maybe if you're doing more, you're sitting there doing work. Maybe it's things like, okay, well, I love candlelight. So even though it's daytime, I'm going to light a candle and I love this kind of fragrance. I'm going to use this hand lotion. I'm going to give myself a, you know, a hand massage. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have some sparkling water in a gorgeous wine glass, right? Like Mm -hmm. things like that, that can be pleasures all throughout your everyday. And I really do believe that um, that tuning into this is something that's actually missing from the field of mental health. <laughs> like I've seen, you know, so much transformation with my clients with more of an emphasis on pleasure. Yes, we're yeah. talking about their feelings. Yes, we're moving through their life, but I'm always having them incorporate these things. And and sometimes people might say, um, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's self-care, right? But I think self-care just kind of gets dismissed. It's kind of an overused term. Yeah. what I really have people tune into is like, no, like, does it bring you pleasure? Like a yes. 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 I like this. Right. Um, and so, yeah, go ahead. Do you have a question? Oh, no, I was just going to say, it reminds me, um,
1: when you Witness a person who is really living a lifestyle that has incorporated all of those things with all of the senses and is really, as you said, if you can just tell it feels really juicy, you can spot those people a mile away And as you were talking, I was reminded of this woman that we saw. We were in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Uh, Shout out to Mary from Petaluma, who is a listener. (laughs) And (laughs) she gave me a few recommendations because she was familiar with this area that we were previously traveling through. Anyway, we were watching this like really small little Grateful Dead cover band. And there was just this woman and she was just there's a crowd, a big crowd of people, but she was just lit up from the inside. She was Mm. dancing. She was hula hooping. She was enjoying the food. She had uh, her beers and she just had like this light. You could tell she was like fully in her body. And I just, I looked at Chase and I was like, man she looks like she would be a lot of fun to hang out with like she yes. is loving life yes I, you just I mean she just I couldn't stop watching her she was and it's not that she was like super sexy or something like that it was yeah. just she just had this beauty from the inside and just like was you could tell she was fully In her pleasure in all senses at that time. And yeah, anyway, I'm
2: just saying it's it's an attractive look. (laughs) Yes, it's a good look. It's a good look. And yeah, it's not being about it's not about being conventionally attractive or you know, super sexy or whatever. But that energy is so, so appealing, right? And so that is something where over this last year, it's like that kind of pleasure and also you know, tuning into self-pleasure and sex and orgasms and all of these things. And, but noticing within that, what lights me up. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. just that has come into my work more and, um and more of, um you know, I was doing a lot of this kind of sensual movement in my own personal life. And so moved that into my business as well. So my business yeah. is really, <laughs> gotten a little bit of an overhaul my website doesn't totally reflect that yet but anyway this is all to say that as I've been increasing you know what I've been working on is building that muscle of um, increasing capacity to experience and have pleasure and allow myself to have it because I think for a lot of us in this westernized society we've been conditioned to work first you work first Mm -hmm. and you earn the fun you do your chores and you earn the thing that you enjoy. Right. Yeah. And so being able to increase my capacity to feel like, Oh yeah, I can, I can, um, encourage and engage all of these senses and have pleasure all day, every day to get these things done. And it almost feels like, well, it does feel like the universe has really guided me. And so I started asking for more like, Ooh, like, this would be nice to experience. Like, oh, this would be nice. And yes. so the universe has brought me some very nice things oh. <laughs> lately. Yeah, because I think as my ability to see more of how I could have my own pleasure, I, I could get a better sense of what it was that I was looking for and really wanted to feel. And so without giving away, you know, too much of what's happening right now, it's just like the universe is like, girl, have your pleasure you know?
1: Yes. And I just, I think in my own way, um, not to bring it back around to me, but I just, on a broader sense, we're on this road trip. It's indefinite. And we are often some of, unless there's like families with with kids who are on like a weekend or a week long trip. Most of like the long-term travelers are people who are retired and now I'm no spring chicken, but I'm also not like of the age that sometimes you typically run into as you're out RVing. And we get some people who are like, wow, you're doing this before you're retired, you know, and, uh, and, and, And I think, you know, it's okay that we're giving ourselves permission to do this um, at an earlier age than what is, you know, you work, 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 and then finally you get to take your, you know, cross-country RV road trip. And I feel, I I also want to acknowledge that there's great privilege in us being able to Mm -hmm. do this, and I feel very blessed, um, you know, that that, that we have the resources to be able to do this right now, so I'm not saying... I don't want to take for granted the privilege that is that that is inherent in what we are doing. So mm-hmm. that said mm-hmm anyway it's okay to give yourself
2: permission to do this maybe yes.
1: earlier than when you're supposed to in our culture
2: <laughs> absolutely I get that question a lot um you know uh, about are you retired <laughs> are you one of those people that early retired you know because it's like I did this move to Florida I'm you know I go to, I prioritize the beach you know I'm trying to do this like um Kind of sort of nomadic by coastal that's still that's still up for debate what that's going to end up being but yeah i get that question and i think like no i'm just this feels like an important value of mine this kind of freedom and so i'm trying to navigate yeah how can i work and have all of this pleasure in my life right and people see me doing these things and they say like oh you're on another vacation <laughs> and for me i'm like well i mean i'm still working i've just designed my life in this way. Right. And so, um, and, and, and I I like it and it, it, I'm, I'm guided by divine and guided by pleasure. And it's, it's been feeling pretty great. Yeah. And I just want to point out, you know, we come at this from different,
1: from different backgrounds. And I, Mm -hmm. one of the things that I love most about you love most about you. I should say one of the things that I most admire or am proud of and love yeah. telling people, you know, is you're not independently wealthy. You don't have no. someone supporting you right now. You no. are a female entrepreneur who was able to create all of this for yourself. You put yourself through, uh, undergrad and mm-hmm. grad school. Mm-hmm. And now you bought your first house last year, mm-hmm. you got the bi-coastal, I mean, as you said, who knows what it logistically will end up being, but right. you've created this. And it's, so if it's possible for you, it is possible, um, again, acknowledging privilege in certain circumstances that we come to the yes. table with,
2: but it's possible for just about anyone. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, you know, and I, I come from that family background where it's like, you know, the most my mom ever made was maybe twenty-four thousand in a year for mm-hmm. a family of five. And so um, you know, I'm not coming from any kind of background of wealth or anything like that. So it yeah. feels like um yeah, it feels just like a really special, special journey. And I just feel so grateful. Just so, so grateful.
1: Yeah. And I I I'm I, I had a couple other questions, you know, because as you said, June 20th, your birthday marked the yeah. one year anniversary. And There were a lot of highs and a lot of lows in the last year as you navigated the road trip and then ultimately landed in Florida. Um, And I'm just curious if you have any words of wisdom or like takeaways looking back at the past year for someone else who is maybe just about to leap off the cliff towards some Mm -hmm. type of uh, similar circumstances as you, or perhaps is in the middle and is in one of the low points. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's such a good question.
2: I think, you know, I just think um, that if you're about to, if you're about to leap, um, just I think really tuning in and trusting, trusting your inner voice and trusting, trusting any spiritual guidance that you feel like you're getting, trusting your gut, right? Even if it feels terrifying, right? Because we're perfectly designed with these brains that want to keep (laughs) us safe and want to keep us contained and, you know, um, operate still as though there's a tiger hiding in the bush. Right. And so it can feel (laughs) that way. And I know it did for me. Right. It felt like, you know, with my first few steps and in not knowing that it felt absolutely terrifying. Absolutely. I had, I had no idea what was to come. I just knew that there was this inner voice that I couldn't quiet any longer that just said, yeah, I, I have to go. I have to go. Please. I have to go. Right. Yeah. And so I think that it's trusting that voice. If you're, if you're hearing that, or if you're tuning in or you're feeling that, and then, and then um, that you don't have to have the full plan ever. You know, I think mm-hmm. as humans, that's something else that our brain wants to do is people will ask, well, what's your five-year plan? Well, what are you going to do in a year? Well, what are you going to, you know, and I think it's not always our business to know. And when you're living by divine guidance, there is this beautiful thing about surrendering that over, right? And, and yes. being able to trust, like, I don't know, I, I can't see the whole thing yet. I know these first few steps, right? And it, and it might feel like wandering in the dark in a hallway where you cannot find the light switch. To save your life, right? Yes. But it is there and the light will come and you will, you will see. And so just trust those first few steps, even if they're feeling scary. Right. And I think that even in those times, you know, um, of which Sonny is, you know, you've joined me in those, those hard moments, you know, (laughs) where I just think (laughs) something that I I will never forget me, you, me in a Reno parking lot by the highway. being like do i get on the freeway you know like <laughs> Too. you know you are and, living in the perfect
1: metaphor like oh, which my, ramp which ramp do was i get amazing.
2: on amazing <laughs> do i go north or south sunny i can't or it was like east or west like i cannot figure yes. it out yeah i'm on i was literally by the on-ramp you know just pacing i could not get myself on the on-ramp that was so wild and yes. so you know i think back on those moments and you know the divine is the divine is in the hard spots right? People always think like, oh, this is so hard. Where's God? You know, what's going on? But it's like, the blessings are in those moments too. Yes. And And at that
1: moment, you were given those, that park with the swans all of a sudden. I remember.
2: okay. Sunny, do you remember what you said to me? Because you know, water and dragonflies, like dragonflies (laughs) are very symbolic to me, right? Yeah. That's typically been either my dad who has passed or a spiritual guide coming through and yeah. so you and you know that I'm a, I love water right and so you yeah. said you need to get near water where are you and I was like sunny I'm in Reno there is no water <laughs> right and you were like <laughs> they're not a lake you need to go there and just like wait for a dragonfly you know you'll know what to do and yeah. it was wild because I just and you I think you said get some food so I headed to like I could only <laughs> I got all disoriented I was like there's a Jimmy John's and I went to sit at this park, which then had some water. And I just like sat there and sure enough, a dragonfly came up, a swan came over to visit. And I thought, I even said to myself, I was kind of testing the universe a little bit. And I was like, well, if that uh-huh. swan comes over, then I'll know. Then I'll know. I should get on the <laughs> Sure enough, that swan was like, Oh, hello. You know, <laughs> it's way over. But in those moments, I just think, I just think that those are the, those are our tests of faith right and yeah and when we're when we're so uncertain and we're so unclear and we're feeling so in the dark to just rest maybe my advice would be like eat a sandwich (laughs) 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 just eat a sandwich it's gonna be okay (laughs) exactly
1: (laughs) martha you know martha beck she and um uh uh Rowan her um her wife just had a baby and they are of Mm. course um you know navigating Martha has several grown children but this is Rowan's first and so um they were I guess Rowan is very researching you know all the parenting books and the one that I think she has picked up on that I love because I think it applies to everything is it's a French parenting book and it's that they recommend taking what they call le pause, which is just French for pause, <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds so sophisticated when you mm-hmm. say it, but le pause. So when something, you know, in this, in the parenting example, it is when the baby starts to freak out. Yeah. Pause. Yes. La pause. Take yes. la pause. Take and le... pause. <laughs> yes. Cause maybe yes. you don't need to freak out in that moment. You the baby will soothe itself or something. So for yes. you take la
2: pause, have a sandwich, Mm -hmm. perhaps, and decide which ramp to get on. Yes, yes. And I think sometimes (laughs) we just are like, I don't know, just decide. You know, I hear my clients do this to themselves all the time, like just pressuring, pressuring, like, come on, you got to decide, just decide, just like decide, right? And I just, I don't think that that's a very kind and compassionate way to go about tending to those scared parts of yourself, right? Like if you can just tune into these little parts, which are often, you know, like, um, whether you want to call it like inner child or, you know, scared part or fear part. Right. And if you can tune in and be like, okay, buddy, what do we need right now? What do you need? Like just tuning in. Okay. You need a sandwich. You need to sit down. You need to eat. Right. Just like, could you rest? And I I just think tuning in rather than um, pushing yourself so hard, right. Just offering that compassionate stance, I think is so helpful. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I yeah. know, we
1: have all these parts of us knocking around in our psyche, you know, oh the inner gosh. critic, the the reptile brain, yes. the inner child, and I um you know I've been and, in the And they're habit all of- traveling
2: along with us everywhere <sighs> we <Yes>. go. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: we actually did this exercise in Soul Digger not too long ago where we basically like took all the different parts and did like a collage. And so I would, you know, cut out from a magazine or whatever, all the yeah. different representations. And I have all mine like in a car, but I, the soul self, am in the driver's seat, but the, the inner lizard and the inner child mm-hmm. and all these other parts are in the back seat because Nice to have their input and respect what they do, yes. but do not let
2: them drive the car. Yes, <laughs> so, yes, yes. I'm always saying, like, don't let them drive the bus right they are at the wheel. <laughs> don't let them be. Okay, so I'm over here dying to hear okay. your update, Sonny. <laughs> yes. I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about, tell us what has gone on, because you had to make a serious change of course, right, since we last talked, Yes, that is your journey. (laughs) Yeah, that is correct. Um, so,
1: okay. So just, I think where we last left off, um, I was broadcasting again from my parents' house in Fredericksburg, Texas. Mm -hmm. We'd been in or around like the Austin area, Dallas, Burleson. Um, we'd been all over the Texas area, but with quite a bit of time spent around Austin. So I was getting, I, you know, I know I was born and raised in Texas. My parents think it's really strange, but I cannot stand hot weather i mean i think i'm of (laughs) irish descent you know so i have the fair skin and i get flushed Uh so easily i just hate hot weather anyway it's starting to get super heated in austin and i told chase we need to abandon our plans to go to louisiana and florida because i cannot handle the hot weather we need to go to cooler temps and then maybe try to head back down here in the fall or winter Mm -hmm. so when we i had decided this um I was just like, we were on a walk in Austin. It was so muggy. It was so just miserable for me to be outside. And we're walking back to the car from this park. And I just said to the universe, we need to get to cooler temps. And I know it doesn't need to be Seattle right at this moment, but where should we go? And at that moment, I looked down and I was passing a car whose license plate said Pure Michigan. Or it's, you know, the pure Michigan license plate. It's <laughs> yes. real simple. Yeah. And so I'm all, okay, Michigan. And at that moment, you know, it clicked for me. There, we had family who's been to Mackinac Island, which, if you're not familiar with it, no vehicles mm-hmm. have been allowed on it since 1898. So basically, wow. all taxis, all deliveries, everything except, I think, like ambulances are pulled by horses. So it's a really interesting island. It's a unique experience.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And I looked up the weather and it was going to be highs in the 60s, maybe 70s. And I thought, okay, Michigan bound. And then of course, at that, like from that moment on, we start seeing Michigan stuff everywhere. We run into some Michigan people at a travel stop who are picking up a a pit grill in Texas. We (laughs) see, we get behind this this car that was almost identical to my ex-husband's car it's pure Michigan. And this is all in Texas. Mm. I don't ever remember seeing so much Michigan in Texas. So those were all to me, our wings. So, okay. We are Michigan bound, which it's a pretty straight shot geographically North from Austin up into about the, you know, the little mitt, the little hand of Michigan. And then, (laughs) so our last first Friday was on June 4th, June 5th. I get a text from, the wonderful friend in Santa Fe who had adopted Movi. If you all remember um, when we set out on this road trip, several days in, we were outside of um, Mojave, California, and a dog ran out into the road. We were in a remote desert area, and we were able to pick up the dog. We took it to a vet. There was no microchip. She was in pretty bad shape. It was, in the, the area was not such that we could, like she was very remote so we made the call at that moment to take her with us mm-hmm. and instead of turning her into like a local uh uh shelter um that I, I we weren't comfortable with the no kill status like that kind of a thing mm-hmm. so we took her with us anyway this wonderful friend in santa fe like got really excited about her, saw her pictures, was like, I want her. This is you know, the perfect situation, ten pound pa- or ten pound, ten acre compound, all these things. So we made a very difficult decision because we were getting pretty attached to her by that point to um, let this friend adopt her. And um, you know, we'd see the updates of Movi doing all these fun mm. things, and and we're very happy for her. Um, but I will say that when we were staying. Um, well, let me just give you the punchline first, and then I'll tell you some of the details. <laughs> so we get a text from this friend on June 5th um, that basically says, you know, she's a wonderful dog, but I am going to rehome her. And my, when we had released Movi to this friend, because as I said, we had gotten pretty attached and um, some things had happened that had really kind of led me to believe that this was our dog, but... You know, when we got to Santa Fe and things were such a perfect setup and I thought, who are we to try to keep this dog in an airstream? She's a 50 pound, what we have come to believe is a Belgian Malinois, which is a Belgian Mm. shepherd, very similar to a German shepherd. She may be a mix of both. We don't know. Anywho, Mm -hmm. she is a high energy, high intensity, large puppy, and we are in a 25 foot airstream. (laughs) And this friend really wanted her. And so I just thought, okay, I must be misreading these signals. This is ridiculous. Oh, and on top of that, she, Chase has pretty severe asthma. And this dog is like, worst nightmare when it comes to his allergies oh, no. and asthma oh, Like is no. not had to do nebulizer treatments in, in probably, I can't remember the last time he's had to do nebulizer treatments, which if you don't know, if you have asthma, there's this machine that kind of pumps this steroid mist into your lungs. And it's kind of like a last ditch effort. Like it's like what you do when you go to the hospital, there's very little else they can do for folks who have asthma than to give mm-hmm. these kind of treatments. Well, Chase has one of these machines he's had since he was little because he is pretty severe asthmatic and he has been having to do treatments quite a bit. So anyway, all these things and I'm like, okay, so the friend texts and says, I'm going to rehome her and Chase and I give it about 24 48 hours and I just said, "Chase, I think we've got to go get her. I think we've got to mm-hmm. go get her." So we make a detour from Texas to Santa Fe. Her guess, we're on our way to Michigan via Santa Fe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I was trying to explain this oh, to story. someone about your travels the other day, and they were like, oh, uh-uh. it does <laughs> not
1: check out geographically."
2: <laughs> yeah, no.
0: And and it's not like we were in a big hurry. But
1: here's the one thing: we did not have reservations. We have not had. This is a whole nother part of this story of surrender and trusting the universe. But we had not had reservations anywhere in advance, except for Mackinac Island because it is high season. Like Michigan is only open for these places. <laughs> April, May through September, October. Mm-hmm. And so people book these things out like six months in advance to be there. So we had, we were able to get in like a Monday through Wednesday. So we needed to be in Michigan by June 28th. And we get this yeah. call on June 5th and we don't like, you know, driving long stretches, you know, hour after hour, cause we've got the kitties and anyway, Ah, long story short, Movi has rejoined our traveling circus, and we—it is—I'll be very honest—it has been incredibly challenging, Alessandra. Like you and I haven't even had uh, like a little Zoom no. happy hour in yeah. ages. Um, so, which is we, so you know,
2: unlike us, you know. But I think <laughs> I think you've just—we've both been on adventures. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so my
1: thing, I mean, I just will share kind of how we came to this decision in hopes that it may help someone else out there. Um, number one, I had a dream while we were in Santa Fe making the decision to release Movi to this friend. And the dream was one of, I have a pretty active dream life. So when I have a high emotion dream, it stands out to me. And mm-hmm. this one was a dream about, Um, trusting. It was like, I trusted my intuition and in my dream, I saved myself and I saved Movi and I claimed her from someone else who she was not supposed to be with. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this was, this was not a representation of our friend or anything like that. I think it was just a message from my, I believe from my higher self or my soul, like you need to trust your intuition here, even though it does, even though the circumstances don't make sense, trust your intuition. This is your dog.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And, and so looking back on that dream, I think, okay, that felt like a, it felt like a strong sign. And I was in tears. I, I am an emotional person, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I woke up crying at least two of the days that we were in Santa Fe, woke up in the middle of the night, couldn't stop crying, woke up in the morning crying and I just looking back, I think that was me like, okay, this, I mean, clearly I have a connection to this dog. So the other thing that I had, i had kind of made this little deal with the universe. Okay. If we release the dog to this friend, my, like, not that I give the, <laughs> who am I to give the universe ultimatums, but it was more mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to release her because I do believe that what is truly ours will come to us if we follow you know, the guidance and guidance from both inside wow. and from without from our inner higher self and the outer divine, inner divine, outer divine, all that. Um, and so I'd said, okay, um, if, if we release this dog, I just need to know that um, if the, if anything were to happen to this adoption situation, we get to come back and get her. And, um, and so that's how we'll know, like, if this doesn't work out and we get that call, that's kind of our signal. Like Mm -hmm. we need to go get her. Mm -hmm. Um, So there were these signs that were all pointing toward go adopt the dog or get the dog back. And Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and as I said, it has not been. um, Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to say. Um, So uh, my whole thing was human circumstances. Circumstances are 25 foot airstream. Don't know how she Mm -hmm. does with cats. Um, she's high intensity, big breed. I don't, this this is a, how are we ever going to rent another house with two cats and a large (laughs) dog? Like usually one of those is a strike against you, but you put them all together and we've got three strikes. Like, yes. And and if she's German shepherd, she could be breed restricted in some Mm -hmm. places. Like anyway, all of the human circumstances say, what are you doing? And yeah. you're setting yourself up. I mean, financially, we hadn't planned on adding another member to our family, which I know it's mm-hmm. not a child, but my gosh, a dog, as you will so know. Possible. Yes. Yes. It adds up. Uh huh. Yes. So I have this wonderful, um, she's a dear friend who I went through life coach training with. Um, she has gone on to do, um, other wonderful things. One of which is she's a really gifted intuitive. She's an energy healer. And so when she started going through that work, I was her guinea pig and now I pay her for this cuz she's amazing and it doesn't feel right mm. not to pay her. But I had I have sessions with her like every other week and it's kind of like my version of therapy and she's amazing and wise and um and, and she's just she's been a lifeline in a lot of ways and one of the things that she said to me. Well, she said several things, but number one was if you answer the universe's call or the divine guidance to go get this dog you will be provided for to care for this dog. Mm. They're not going to dump a dog with you and not provide places to live in the future and help Mm -hmm. you financially, if necessary to care for the dog. Like if the universe provides this, you will be provided for. And yes, I believe that I just needed to hear it. And the other thing that she had said, um, she has, she has two kiddos. And when they were babies, she of course was buying all the parenting books too. And she had bought this book on how to raise an extraordinary child And one of the quotes that she said that has stuck with her ever since this book was um, the book said, you can't have an extraordinary child unless you're willing to have an extraordinary child. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, in in other words, you you can't just be a helicopter parent and, and, and try to lay their path out for them. You're going to have to get probably a little uncomfortable to allow them to be extraordinary. Yes. Yes. She said, you know, Sonny, this just reminds me of that situation. And so she said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change the quote a little but see how this lands. You can't have an extraordinary trust in God or the divine unless you're willing to have an extraordinary trust in God.
2: Oh yes.
1: Like, oh.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean that applies to so much oh, more than
2: us getting so Movi. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Mm-hmm.
1: Her name is Amy. I won't say more than that because I don't know if she's comfortable with me sharing her full mm-hmm. information. Because she is, um, well, if anyone's interested, you can of course message me after the show, and I'm happy to connect the two of you all. If because I know she is taking clients slowly now, mm-hmm. but anyway, um, yeah. So this going back to get Movi has been has required extraordinary trust and. as I said, it's not been comfortable. I mean, we still can't leave her unattended with the kitties because we're not quite sure. I have not been able to connect with the animal trainer behaviorist that I worked for, worked with for years with our past dog. So I'm kind of feel like I'm, you know, I'm just using all the tools that I learned before, but this is an intense dog. And Mm -hmm. she did not receive socialization at a key period, which with Mm -hmm. a breed like this, it's, uh, it's, it's triggering a lot of fears in me that I that I experienced with this last dog that I had for that chase was along for about seven years of the ride, but Mm -hmm. it was a dog I adopted shortly before I got married and he developed fear aggression all because of me, because I did everything wrong with him. Um, but this is almost like I found him on the side of the road, um, and was supposed to adopt him out and it ended up being, you know, his, 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 um, his adoption home didn't work out. So I went back to get him. I'm like, here we are again. Another dog from the side of the road. Adoption situation didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And she is, you know, she has some tendencies that that suggest that she is fearful of certain situations. Mm-hmm. And I'm here I'm shaking my head going, I swore I would never have another dog who had any behavior issues whatsoever. Yeah. Like I want a happy go lucky labradoodle or something. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the dog that ran out of the desert
2: toward our car. Like. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, that is not the dog that chose you. No, it is not. So this is requiring
1: extraordinary
2: trust. Uh-huh. In the universe. And yes. I'm saying this,
1: as I look down at my arms and legs and I'm covered, covered in bruises, it looks like I am, and I'm not making light <laughs> of domestic abuse, but Chase is like, I'm really embarrassed to see people in public with you wearing short sleeves and shorts, <laughs> because it looks like I've been grabbing your arms tightly yeah. and pinching your thighs it's this dog she nips and nips and nips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I've got. Anywho, some, I've got some puppy puppy marks of abuse to myself. <laughs> puppy marks. Yes. Yes.
1: I yes. have not had a puppy. I mean, Alessandra, actually, let me let me do the math here. I have not had a puppy ever, except when I was maybe like eight years old, and it. I don't remember having much, like say, mm-hmm. not, like much interaction in the training. And I have said all along, I do not want a puppy. I want a fully formed adult dog that doesn't chew things and has low energy. So I can have lazy Sundays. Yes. (laughs) And guess what you got? The opposite. The exact opposite. We tried to do a lazy Sunday last week and it was such a complete disaster, Alessandra. Anyway. Our lifestyle has changed dramatically. I trusted the universe. I trusted the call to go get here. Here we are. The story is still unfolding as we speak. And um, yeah, that's those are my yeah. updates.
2: And I love it. Just the willingness to trust, right? The willingness to trust. And I, I think it's so interesting because I was talking to um, Stephanie Levinston one day, right? And mm-hmm. we were talking about your situation with Movi, and she had mm-hmm. seen the Facebook post that you had put up, you know, a while back being like, Alessandro, oh, would you be, you know. So mm-hmm. Stephanie had said to me at some point, um, well how's the dog situation? And I <laughs> hadn't been talking to her about a dog. And I said, oh no, no, no. Like Sunny. um, I, that dog I, that Sonny has is going to a different home. And Stephanie said, I'm not talking about that dog. I'm talking about your dog. That's coming to you. And, <gasps> and she said, she said, but anyway, everyone knows that Sonny's dog. And then <laughs> when you, then you had dropped it off at the, uh, dropped her off with this friend. And I, I've been, I thought to myself, Oh, was Stephanie off? Did she get a misread? And then when you called and said, I'm going back to get Moby, I was like, whoa. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) That was not the only intuitive who said to
1: me at the time, Sonny, this is your dog. And yes. I was like, but but the circumstances, but yes. but the friend who really wants her, but yes. but, but, but. no.
2: <laughs> and I felt that same way about you. And and I thought, like, okay, no, but this other thing is happening. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just interesting. I just think it's a it's like um, you know, both of our adventures started out under different circumstances and for different needs and desires and wants, but I think it's really neat to get to witness you in your current unfolding, right? Um, yeah, because you're, you're out like all road.
1: settled and all like having, like everything is easier now. And I'm like, Alessandra, <laughs> I'm losing
2: my mind. <laughs> and I'm like, welcome. You are exactly where you should be. I know, and exactly. this is the thing too, where everyone, you know, people would say to me along that journey, you know, oh my gosh, wow, you must be having the time of your life. Are you having so much fun? Is it so much fun? Is it so wonderful? And I'd be like, no, actually. I'm not. I'm healing. I don't know where I'm going. I'm totally lost. <laughs> I doubt myself every two seconds. I call sunny sobbing. You know, so that's how it's
1: going. <laughs> and just so yeah, I'd say we have a lot of high moments which we post on Facebook. Yes. I but we have a lot of those really challenging moments. We just had one yes. yesterday. Like I have a really big bruise to prove it from movie. Yes. But yeah. But I know we're right at the end of our hour. Yes. Just hang. I guess the moral of the story is whether the highs or the lows, if you follow the guidance, it's going to work out for your highest and best. And I think you and I are both living proof of that so far. And the story will continue. Yes.
2: Yes. Gorgeous. So good to talk to you today.
1: You too. Thanks Benny for running the board in Seattle. Thank you, Jeff and Petaluma. You have been listening to sunny in Seattle. It was first Friday. So I'm one of your co-hosts, sunny Joy Mellon joined by
2: Dr. Alessandra Duke.
1: Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next week.